Pinchas Kartzer, one time, was asked by one of the Chassidim what the Indian of the gathering that takes place usually, you know, Parshas Tazriah begins with the mitzvah of Mila. With the mitzvah of Mila, of Pinchas Kartzer was once asked, what's the Indian we have this minhag? I bless you, should be zochah to fulfill this with your children, with my future children. That on the night before the bris, so everybody gathers together in the home of the Rachanimo, of the one who's about to get the bris mila. And everyone gathers together, especially children, they gather together to say Kriyashma. That's what's called in, in Yiddish, it's called the Vachnacht. You know, there's passages from the Zohar that are read, and there's Svardim. It's a, it's a big Asek. See them, it's a big ASEC, and you stay up all night. But the, the, the crux of the entire event of the Vachnacht, of, the, of that night before the Brismila, is, is Kriyashma. If Pinchas Karza said that the Emes, it's a Beferish Mishnah. The Minhagam of the Jewish people are, are rooted in the deepest places. And so the Minhag to say Kriyashma. For the Mila is related to the Mishnah in the second paragraph of Brachos. The Mishnah says that the order, the Mishnahs are talking about where you're not allowed to be mafsik between Shema and Vahayim Shema, Vahayim Shema, Vayomer, Vayomer, Lam Sviyatsiv. The next Mishnah that's in the second paragraph. So, Amr Vyushov and Karcha Lama Kadma Shema, Vahayim Shema. Why is Shema before Vahayim Shema? According to Tosos, Rabbi Yishuvan Karcha is Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is called Karcha. It's called the bald one. Because he darshaned the Ksarim, the Tile Tilan of Halachas, that he darshaned from the Ksarim so deeply that his hair fell out. So he was called Karcha. Rabbi Yishuvan Karcha says that Lama Kadma Shema Bahayim Shema. Why is Shema proceed Bahayim Shema? El Kadeshi Kabalov, Ol Malchus Shemaim Tchilav, Acher Kachi Kabalov. All mitzvahs. So Mishnah says that first the person should be makabal on themselves all malchus shemayim, and then afterwards they should be makabal on themselves all mitzvahs. So Pinchas Karzer said that since the child is about to enter into this, into this bris avnovinu, which is entering into the world of the tayeg mitzvahs, and the bris is the first mitzvah that the baby is going to be doing, and he's about to enter into this covenant of avnovinu, which means to enter into this place of doing the mitzvahs. Svar Makadoshim say that uh, it's even found in some Rishonim that the Lashon of Bris, Bris is Begamatra 612 because it is the one mitzvah that brings you into the other 612. The mitzvah of Bris Mila brings you into all the other mitzvahs. So Bris represents the, the, the Yisod, the foundation of mitzvahs. And so therefore prior to entering into the place of mitzvah. So first, the night before, the children come together and makabal ol malchus shmaim tchila. And afterwards, we get to be makabal ol mitzvos. The whole Indian of the brismila, Major says that, speaking of Rabbi Akiva, that well, there was a, a fellow who came to Rabbi Akiva, a nudnik, uh, came to Rabbi Akiva, a non-Jewish guy, and he started saying, you know, how could you take the human body, which is perfected by the Almighty, it's brought into the world in the way that it's brought into the world, and then you are going to remove 
a part of the body, the foreskin is part of the perfection of the human being. It's the way that God made it, meaning it's a deeply religious act to leave God's creation intact. Just going to walk over to some piece of Renaissance art and just add a few touches because you feel made the world a certain way you're going to and Rabbi Kiva said Rabbi Kiva taught that Dafka Hashem wants Dafka Hashem wants our partnership in the world Rabbi Kiva gave a few mashalim he said you know if you see uh, if you see wheat and you grind it up and you make it into a bread or a cake which one is which one's more chashuf the bread and the cake or the or the wheat in its raw form Take mustard seed and you know how to prepare it properly, you can make a very delicious condiment. We have to know how to prepare. Hashem is giving us everything and we have to take what Hashem gave us and to make it into something greater. Hashem wants to have this partnership together with us. Radhishvara said, yeah, we should sing the Radhishvara again. So the Berditcher said, Isha Kisazria, Chazal tell us that Isha Kisazria, Rashi brings down, if the Isha is Mazria Tchila, then the couple have a boy. And if the man is Mazria Tchila, then they'll have a baby girl. So it happens to be that a very dear friend of our family just had a baby boy, a miracle, a nace of a, a nace of a child born into the world. I've spoken before, it's not my place to say too much, but I've spoken before about my, my very dear friend, Chaim Fagimam, who was Nifter before his time, or at least Lefi, our Hasaga of things. So Chazda Hashem, his wife, got remarried. She just had a baby boy. She just obviously can imagine what's can imagine what that is. But the said, Isha Kisazria, Pialdu Ben Zachar, that there are two ways that Hashem comes into the world. Chasidus one hundred and one. There's two ways that Hashem comes into the world. 
There's something called Nesarusa de Leila. It's called an awakening from above. And there's something called Nesarusa de Latata. Something called an awakening from below. Nesarusa de Leila means that the Rabboni Shalom, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, gives you a certain hergish, a certain feeling that just at, you don't, can't even explain where did this come from. It's a gift. And Isrusa de Latata means a person sits down and with Cheshvan and Nefesh and with Yishav Hadas, they try to bring themselves to a place where they're able to bring about some avoda, to inspire themselves to some avoda. When a person does that, so then Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem becomes your shadow and Hashem theurgically is moved by the movements of the, of the human being down below. So the Berditcher said, Isha ki sazria, when the Isha is mazria tchila, yolde ben zachar. That means when it comes from the, when the, when the zria comes from the Isha tchila, says the Berditcher, when the, when we down here, when the Shechina HaKadosha, when Am Yisrael, when Kedusha Yisrael, Knesset Yisrael, is the first to make the first move, so Yolde Ben Zachar. Then the Koach Haleda is in such a way that it's able to create this Ben Zachar. Because Hashem sometimes wants us to make the first move. The more Vashemesh said, the more Vashemesh said, it's all, this Parsha is the whole Indian of Parsha's Tazriya is to stop waiting for Hashem to make a move and to make the first move. By Tzias Mitzrayim, Hashem had to make the first move. By the Gula Asida, which is already the Haschala of the Gula Asida, is by Purim. Everybody remembers the Rabbon Shalolam, his name is Yud Kei and the Svarim explained that that configuration of Yudkei Vavke has 12 different possibilities. In Nisan, the configuration is Yismuchu HaShamayim V'Sagel Ha'aretz, Yismuchu Yud HaShamayim V'Sagel Ha'aretz, is Yud and Hay and Vav and Hay. Now, very, very Pashut, Chasidus 102, I don't know how they do it, 201, I don't know exactly how, it's been a few years since I've been in university. Whatever the, whatever's after 101, is that the letters Yud and Vav are masculine letters, and the Hey, Hey is a feminine letter. Kamatei. Yud and Hey and Vav and Hey means that the Yud, the masculine, comes before the feminine. Yud and then a Hey, Vav and then a Hey. Hashem was Ma'orer the Makos, and was Ma'orer the Jewish people from the 49th level of Tumah, and took us out of Mitzrayim. By Purim, Purim and Pesach, Yimei Purim and Pesach, which are connected to each other, so the name of the Rabbon Shalom in, in Adar is two Hayes at, at the front. The configuration of Hashem's name is first two Hayes because Esther Amalka, Miguel's Esther. Because it's a feminine Geula, which means that, the, that Hashem's name is not anywhere found. It's all Isha Kisazriya Tchila. The Kabbalah's Omal Chushamayim, the Kabbalah's HaTorah that, that took place after Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Moder Abelar Isa, there was always a big claim against that. There's something that was weakened about it. But the Afka, the Geula of Purim, which takes place through Esther, through the feminine, through Am Yisrael stepping up and making the first move, is Kimu V'Kiblu. 
that they're re-accepting re the Torah in a way that wasn't before, they, they weren't zuchet to such a, such a Kabbalah of Torah. So the Mor Vashemesh explained, I'm going to say a second thing, the Mor Vashemesh explained that in Parshish Tazriah, you come to the Torah of the Mitzorah, come to this whole Indian of the Mitzorah, the Torah tells us there's three different types of, of lesions. Pasuk says, Adam kiyeb or besaro seis o sapachas o beheres. Vib or besaro le negatsaras o huva la coin. So the Morphe Shemesh says such an unbelievable thing. He says, seis sapachas beheres. Seis comes from the notion of hisnasus, of elevation, of, of rising up. Sapachas comes from the same shorash, which means lizdabic, to, 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 to cling to. Dveikos. Beheres means behirus, means clarity. Just today I was speaking with somebody. They were telling me that they're walking around and they were bothered in, in, a, in an unhealthy way. They were walking around the old city. You know, it's not an uncommon thing. Been in Eretz Yisrael, studying Torah. You're in the eye of the universe. There's a lot of spiritual energy here. They said they were walking around. They started seeing like, you know, they were seeing auras on people's faces. They didn't like it. They didn't like this feeling. They felt like they were losing their grip on reality a little bit. So I told them to learn more halacha, you know. I said, I, I, I said there's, there's oros and there's kalim. So you're getting a lot of ore, but you don't have proper kalim. You don't have proper kalim. A person all of a sudden gets this influx of seis, beheres, behirus, clarity, hisnasus, this unbelievable, this unbelievable ore that comes down. Zara Kadosh says that tsaras happens because there's a nega tsaras because Hashem is sending a light that's very great and there's blockages in your neshama that it's not coming through in a, in a healthy way. It's getting stuck. It's creating cysts of Kedusha. And so it's coming out in this funny way. Se'es, bahara, sapachas, dveikos that came out of nowhere that you didn't work on. They didn't come from isha kisazriyat chila. It didn't come because you, you, you put in work and you put in cheshbon and nefesh and you had yishuv adas and you, and you sat down and you worked on it and then you were zolcha through building those kalim to fill those kalim with ore. But instead it came out of nowhere. But ore basaro just appeared in your flesh. You're not eating differently. You're not talking differently. You're not doing anything different. All of a sudden you're just this major elevation. So you should know negatsaras. You should know that that's, if you have a sudden inspiration that comes out of nowhere and it's not something that you're working for, you should be, you should be careful. You should know that maybe that's a negatsaras. And the Torah says, "Vehuva el Kohen." The more of a says, "You should go to the Kohen. You should go to the Kohen, and you should recognize that this Kohen maybe could teach you how to how to use this koach in a way which is going to be useful to you instead of destroying you." I think I mentioned once before. I think I mentioned once before. Uh, Rav Meir Shapiro, founder of the Dafyomi of Shiva Chachman Blin, wrote in one of his svarim that how did how did Avram Avinu know that by the Akeda when the Isle was stuck in the bushes over there, how did he know that that wasn't Maisa Satan? <coughs> when he looked up and he saw that there was a replacement for Yitzchak, the whole time the Satan was trying to get him not to do it put a river, and he said, what are people going to say? 
You spent your whole life telling people not to, not to do child sacrifice. And now all of a sudden he hears this voice, don't do it. And he looks up and he sees that there's an aisle. <coughs> How did he know that this wasn't also my Satan? So the Lubliner said, because if it would have been Maisa Satan, it wouldn't have been stuck. It wouldn't have been hard to get the aisle out. It would have just, Saeis Baharis and Sapachas, would have just flowed right over to him very easily without any hard work. Hashem created the world in such a way that he wants us to, the whole Indian of Brismila is that movement of, of us doing our peace. Of Hashem creating the human body in its perfect form, chaser, a little bit. And to the degree that a person is able to work and to put in mitzad their own avoda, the biggest mistake you could make getting close to Pesach is buying pre-washed lettuce. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, I guess there's probably, there's bigger mistakes, but there's probably bigger mistakes. But don't get pre-washed lettuce. Sit there with a, you know, in my family we have a minhag. I don't know, my, my parents are going for Pesach. I see my father's online. Abba, you have to bring the, the floodlight from the sukkah. The minog in our family is always on the, on the, the Arab Pesach. So we have like 30 packages of romaine lettuce, you know, sitting there, my, bro- my younger brother and I. And we turn on a little Mishnah project, Mishnayis Psachim, or Rashir in the background. And we take the floodlight from the sukkah to be ma'ari of the sukkahs and Pesach. I don't know what the Kabbalistic intention is. It's just, it's a good light. So we, we hook the floodlight onto the thing and we go through the lettuce and we try to make sure there's no shrotsim, there's no, try to make sure there's no, no bugs in there. When you put in the effort, when you don't go, you know, everyone now is posting online, they're posting like, you know, $5 for like prepackaged salt water, you know, and like all these crazy things that they're selling in the supermarkets because everyone's lazy because they don't want to put in the effort because it's, Isha Kisazria is too hard. I have to make any, the first step. I have to put in effort. I have to do something. There can only be a leda of a ben zachar, kimu v'kiblu, when Isha Kisazria tchila, when the, when, the, when the woman is mazria tchila. When we partner with Hashem and we say, Hashem, I understand you made the world perfect and everything should just come to me naturally, but, but the, the ikr is to be makabal omach shemayim in such a way from down here to enter into the mitzvahs in a way where I'm being Mechabal Omach HaShemayim. Where it's an Isarusa de Le'ela and Isarusa de Latata coming together. Shema and Baruch Shem Kod Machasol Yom Ved. The Yichud Ilah and the Yichud Tatar coming together in such a way that I'm, I'm willing to enter into the mitzvahs in a way where the mitzvahs are not just going to be something that happens to come to me. Yeah, you know, if I happen to find myself in a situation where, uh, where there's a mitzvah to do, It'll be rodef achar mitzvos. To be rodef achar mitzvos. To bridge together Purim and Pesach. Purim, which is the feminine gula, and Pesach, which is the, this masculine gula that Hashem came, He started from the top down. But the gula sida, the gula sida, it has to be, it has to be in the way of Am Yisrael being zocha. We can't settle for anything less. It has to be. It has to be that it comes from Am Yisrael. We have to at least try. We have to at least try. Does trying to bring the gu'ula mean bolstering the army or climbing up the Temple Mount to put down some bricks? I don't know. But does it definitely mean that our Avodah Hashem has to be bottom up, that we have to work on our Avodah Hashem 
that we're taking the first step and we're not always waiting for something external to come and be over me. External, something from yeshiva, something that yeshiva has some, you know, extra guest speaker, kumzitz, or waiting for Thursday afternoon for Dibir Lekim Chayim, for a few good nigunim to wake me up. But what am I doing to, and, and I know the answer. I look at so many of you and I see that you're being molded banim zecharim. You're giving birth to, to healthy male children, chazdeshem, and spirituality. Lat lat. You're, 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 bringing, you're bringing to the world healthy children. And Hashem should bless us that we should be zocha to take the first step and not wait always for somebody to do it for us. We don't have to always wait for there to be the right time or the right shear or the right inspiration. But to be able to create your own, not sahis sapachas and beheres that comes beor besaro, but that you generate yourself with the or with an aleph of your, of your neshama, not with the or with an ayin of your basar. To create that light, to generate that light by building healthy kalim, by taking the first step.
figure out what to do in the future weeks with this new schedule. Dav Mincha at what time? 5.05? Lose the whole 15 minutes. It's like, the Torah from Svas Emes. A fresh Lamed Zayin, if I'm not mistaken. Precious Tazriya. Such a Chash I've been thinking about it all week. Especially... Especially in light of what we were learning earlier, the guys in my shir were learning earlier this week about the sugya of dipping the martyr in the charosis because of the kippah. Because of the kippah. So we'll talk about what that is in a second. Just Svasama says, it quotes the medrash, that mitzora, a very peculiar medrash, very oft-stated measures in Parshas Tazir Mitzorah, that Mitzorah comes from a lesson of Motzirah. Mitzorah is a compound of the words Motzirah. Motzirah. So the simple interpretation is that the person is Motzirah, Mipiv, he, he says bad things out of his mouth, or out of her mouth. He speak poorly of other people. So I sometimes explain that the whole world is a mixture, at least in the way that we experience it now, in the post-lapsarian state that is after eating from the Itadas, Tovira. The whole world is tinged with Tovira. The whole world is somehow this admixture, this big admixture of Tov and Ra. And every person, Lashon Hara, is because every person also has a, a, a tov vira inside of them. Motzi ra doesn't just mean that a person is motzi ra from his mouth. <coughs> motzi ra, says the Svasemis, means that there's a way of looking at the world where ra and tov are part of a klal. To go back to the Mishnah, it's the Mishnah's Brachos, the last Mishnah Brachos, we should serve Hashem b'chol levavchem with all of our hearts. B'shnei yitzarecha. Yitzar tov and yitzar hara. A person has two different parts of them. They have a nefesh elokis. They have a nesham elokis. That's the tov shabaham. And they have a nefesh shabahamis. They have the shadow personality that seeks to be integrated. Now, the worst thing you can do is to get rid of that shadow personality. You need to integrate it into part of your avodah Hashem. Because the nefesh of Bahamas is gishmak. Mm-hmm. Nefesh of kiss is a little bit of a nerdy, you know, yeshiva bachar type. Nefesh of Bahamas is the guy with the slicked hair and the tattoos, you know, he knows how to party. You need to incorporate, this is a Torah from the Ben Ishchai. Oh, this is one of my favorites. The Ben Ishchai Parsha's Noach. In the Drushas in Parsha, where he says a mashal of a big tzaddik. Actually, the mashal starts off with the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir are having a bet. And the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir says to each other, listen, Yetzir Tov, you give me your biggest tzaddik. And the Yetzir says, and I'm going to go try and be mocked on him. I'm going to try to make him fall. And the Yetzir Tov says, and you give me your biggest Russian, I'm going to be mocked him with the tshuva. Now the truth is, I've always been curious about this because we don't ever find the Ben Ishchai giving us the second half of the story about the Yetzir Tov going to be mocked with the Russian with the tshuva. But he gives this whole mashal of the Yetzir Hara going to 
to be mapped this big tzaddik. So what happens? He goes to this tzaddik's house. And tzaddik is sitting, he's learning. He's sitting by his farm and he's learning. And he's by candlelight. And in the distance, all of a sudden, you know, the Yitzhar blows open the window. Here's this music coming from a, from a tavern, from a bar. And the tzaddik is, you know, he's been learning for hours, he's getting a little tired, so he says, you know, what's, what's this music? And he starts to listen from the window, and, you know, he's, he's hearing the music, he's getting enticed. So he goes, to the, he goes to the tavern, and he sees there's, you know, men and women, you know, drinking and dancing, and, and there's a live band, and it's Labadik, and everything is, and the guy is watching with his mouth, like, dropped open, like, you know, and the Yitzhah is sitting there, like, you know, I got him. And Tzadik is watching for a few minutes, turns around, he goes home, crawls into bed, and he starts bawling, he starts crying. And he's crying so loud that he wakes up his wife. And his wife says, what's wrong? And he says, Guess what I just saw? He said, I had a realization about my life tonight. I saw these people they're having the best time. You know, they were, they were drinking and partying and they were building rafts on Shabbos or whatever in the water. <laughs> they, were doing, they were doing all, you know, whatever you could imagine they were doing, you know. And she says, yeah, no. He said, I had this realization about my life, you know. And the Yitzhar is sitting there, like, drooling, you know. He's, like, he's going he's gonna to win the bet. He's going to get Papagayos from the Yitzhar Tov or whatever they, whatever they bet on. And he's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, this, you know. They saw them having the best time. So Tzadik finally says to his wife, you know what I realized? I realized I never served Hashem a day in my life. Because I saw the way that these people were so, they were so into it. They were so... Labadik about the way that they were doing their averos. I never served Hashem like that. And the Yitzhah is like, oh, shoot. You know, couldn't, couldn't be mapal the tzaddik. But I always think about that in terms of what it means to serve Hashem with your Yitzhah. To serve Hashem with your Yitzhah means the gishmak that a person has when they, when they go and do something fleshadik. But doing that with your avodas Hashem. And so a person is supposed to serve with the Yitzhar Tov and the Yitzhar together. But what do we sometimes do? What do we do? We're Motsi Ra. What is Motsi Ra? Says the Svasemes. Motsi Ra means we take the Ra away from the Klal. We remove the Ra from its natural place. The Ra is not bad. The Ra is a certain brokenness that exists in the world. Because it's being used, it's being put in the wrong place. But the energy of the Ra, the proclivity towards Ra, when it's connected to Tov, when it's Yishkon Ba'ol Shame, as it were, when it's placed into the tense of Semitic living, of living like a Jew, so then the, the Ra and the Tov together, when you're Motzi Ra, when you're Motzi the Ra, when you take the Prat of Ra and you have it on its own, it's disgusting. So I was thinking about the Kippah. According to Rabbeinu Hananel, the reason why you dip this martyr in the charosis is because there's a bug called a kippah that you that lives is born and and dies on this on this lettuce and so the halacha is that a, a sheretz which grows on a fruit or on a vegetable or on a tree and spends its whole life on that tree is actually kosher now 
even if it's kosher, we don't want to eat a live bug. We don't want to get tapeworms or whatever the kippah is. We don't want that in our stomach. So we dip it in the charoses in order to kill it. But as long as it stays on there, it, becomes, it stays kosher. There's so many things in our lives where there's something which, this, this sheretz is disgusting on its own. Separated from the, and I was just sharing with a friend of mine last night, my daughter on Friday usually gets the best stories from her mora. They have their own Devere Lekim Chaim and Benos Yerushalayim where she goes to school. And so last week, because it was the marathon, so they didn't have, they didn't have uh, school on Erev Shabbos. So they had like a Zoom Parsha thing. And so I got to hear the more, you know, I usually get to hear it secondhand from my daughter, but I got to hear it directly from Mora Rucheli's mouth. So... She said over, because last week was the parsha of Shratzim, so she was talking about this halacha. It's a halacha that the Shratzim that grow on the fruits and the vegetables, they, they're kosher. So she said that there was once a non-Jew, you know, it's the theme of the Devil Kim Chaim, there was a non-Jew who came to Rav Yonis and Ibshitz, just like the non-Jew who came to Rav Kiva, and he said, how could the Torah do this? How could the Torah say you could eat bugs? The Torah is so refined, or claims to be so refined, and so, you know, eating bugs... So Yonas and Ipshit said, he said, bring me a cup. Bring me a cup. So the guy runs away, he comes back with a cup. He says, spit in the cup. So the guy spits in the cup. So then Yonas and Ipshit says to him, drink it. So the guy says, ugh, it's disgusting. Drink it. He says, ah, but you swallow, you're drinking it all day. You swallow your spit all day. He said, once you already removed it from the place of its natural origin, so then it becomes disgusting. The same thing with this sheretz, when it's in its natural place, when it's in the right place, it's kosher legamre. And I would say the same thing is true with ra, motzi ra, when you're motzi the ra from its natural context. Same thing, by the way, with prateh mitzvos. You take a prat of Hilcha Shabbos, take some minor detail of Hilcha Shabbos, and you look at it on its own, it, it could turn you off. It could turn you off. Well, if I, you mean to tell me that if I, the classic example, you tell me if I separate the black olives out of my salad, so you're going to stone me to death? My kesher. It's because you're motzi it's because you're taking out the prat, you're taking out this small, weak, broken piece, and you're separating it from the klal, which is the klal, this thing is so beautiful and so good, and all the pratim together come together to make this big klal, which is, which is called Shabbos Kodesh. <clears throat> the sin of Motzi Shemra, of Mitzorah, is a certain mabat that a person is looking at the world. It happens to be that it's ex- being expressed in a particular person. Lashem Hari, you look at a person and you say, he is this. He's so annoying. Maybe in a certain prat, it could be that you're, you're being annoyed by this prat. It doesn't keep kosher up to my standards, or at all. That's, you want to say that's who he is? You take that prat, and your mozi that prat from the klal of who the person is, and you, you identify the person with that small little thing and say, this is who that person is. If I would ask his mother who he is, do you think that's what they would say? He doesn't keep kosher? What about the hours and hours that he volunteers to, to make people's lives better and this or that? Uh, or whatever particular Indian, you're taking this one small little thing that's bothering you 
and you're blowing it up as if this is the whole thing. You're motzi the ra from the klal of the tov of this person. That's why the halach is that if hafach kulo lavan, if the whole person's entire body is covered in saras, they're tahor. Because in a chanam, if you speak about somebody who is through and through evil, then that wouldn't be an iser. Motzi ra means you're motzi the ra from the klal. You're not looking at the big thing. And that's what we, exactly what we do back to you. You're totally healthy. All you have is a tiny little patch on your zeu. And yet you're kulo mitzorah. It's because you're taking this small little prat and you're turning that into the entire picture of what this person is. And that's, that's only a symptom of the bigger problem, which is the inability to be able to see the ra part and parcel of the bigger picture of the tov haklali that Hashem is bringing to the world. To have eyes where you're attracted to the light and the or and the beauty and everything in the world. I have an opportunity now, Lasura Sa'aras, there's some of you who are going to be going during Benazmanim all around Eretz Yisrael to go home to see the homes that you came from and the communities that you came from if you're going back to America. Opportunity to see how much you've developed eyes that are able to be attracted to the light, to fix the sin of the Miraglim if you're in Eretz Yisrael, to see only good. And to go home and to see the sweet and amazing people that your parents are that brought you to the place that you're at now and the communities that you came from. And go there and you're going to start looking at pratim that you don't think, based on your eight months of, of growth, that now you're not, you don't think this is up to your expectations. I don't assume that anybody here is going to do that. <laughs>